This is the Pro Channel Manager Podcast, episode number 13. Get your hand off my penis! This is the bloke who got me on the penis before. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? You're listening to the Pro Channel Manager Podcast, the only podcast in the world that shows you how to run a YouTube channel just like the pros. And here's your host. He's grown multiple YouTube channels by millions of subscribers and billions of views. And even though he speaks funny, we promise you he is speaking English, Tom Martin. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pro Channel Manager podcast. And today we're going to be talking about exactly that, becoming a pro, a professional YouTube channel manager. Now, I've told the story of how I stumbled almost backwards into my job at the YouTube team of the BBC. Uh, if you want to hear more about that story, check out our very first episode of this podcast in your podcast app or your podcast feed. And, you know, I've been really upfront and I've said many, many times that if I was hiring for a channel manager today and I got my CV from then, I would have been upset with HR for even putting it on my desk because I was just not qualified. I literally had never uploaded a video to YouTube before in my life. And I still managed to get a job at a very good company working on their YouTube channels. But that was a different time and there just wasn't the number of skilled people there are in the industry today and certainly not greatly experienced people because remember this is 2012 and YouTube was still a baby, let alone in terms of media companies and kind of commercial activity on a platform. YouTube was very, very young. However, fast forward eight years to 2020 when we're recording this and times have changed a lot. There's now a huge industry side of YouTube and there are so many YouTube channels that need to be run on behalf of big media companies, big brands, and even just larger independent YouTubers that simply want some help and they simply want to buy their time back. Now, if you are listening to this and you are looking for channel management work, then there's no better time because new channels are being launched every day, especially in lockdown. And there is a serious lack of talent to run these channels on behalf of people that have got content, but not necessarily experience of running the channel. And in fact, it's this lack of talent that is the whole reason that I set up Pro Channel Manager in the first place. And that is to educate and to nurture the next generation of professional YouTube channel managers that can go out there and run these channels professionally as a career. Now, if you want some hands-on training, some coaching and some support, check out ProChannelManager.com forward slash community to check out our incredible world-leading YouTube education and community. And if you use the promo code podcast, you'll also get a sweet, sweet discount. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about a few places where you can go to find these YouTube jobs once you've got the training or the experience. But also I'm going to give you a few tips to help you really make your application sing and stand out from the people that are sifting through all of these applications. However, before we jump into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, mm, meat and potatoes, I have to give a humongous thank you to our incredible sponsor, vidIQ. And here's a quick word from them. vidIQ is the secret weapon for every professional YouTube channel manager. Why? Because it has all of the amazing workflow and efficiency tools that you need to save you time and effort, but there's more. 
It also has the most advanced YouTube SEO tools in the world, including an absolutely incredible keyword research tool that I use on every single video that I publish. I've been using vidIQ since way back in 2013, and without it, I simply would not have been able to generate the billions of YouTube views that I have. That's just a fact. So if you want to get Ninja and start using the tools that the pros use, check out prochannelmanager.com forward slash vidIQ to get a free 30-day trial of one of their awesome paid plans. And you can thank me later. Yes, you can thank me later. But again, a big thanks to our sponsors, vidIQ. Okay, so let's dive into it. And we're going to kick off with the first of the five different places you can look for for YouTube channel management jobs. And I'm going to order them in basically going from the most meh to the most awesome. What? I'm optimizing for audience retention. That's my job. And last thing before we get started, remember that all of these tips, including my bonus tips, can be found at prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode 13. That's the word episode number 13, no spaces, no hyphens. Okay, number one, really obvious, traditional job boards and job websites. Places like indeed.com, monster.com. In the UK, we've got things like Read, agencies. All you need to do is search for the word YouTube. I wouldn't get too specific. Because these are less niche places, they may not know the terminology that they should be using or would be helpful to use like channel manager. They may have strange titles like YouTube executive or YouTube operations officer or whatever it may be. So you're best off to start really broad with just searching for the word YouTube and see what comes back. You may get some stuff that's not relevant, but it's worth sifting through all of this stuff just to see what you can find. Remember, these are going to be more broader companies. And so you might get some stuff that's not quite relevant for you. And also one thing to look out for, which is really important, is if you see the job title of channel manager, but there's no other mention of YouTube, be careful because there is a job role of channel manager in different sectors. So you might be a sales channel manager or you might be an operations channels manager. So do make sure not to apply for jobs by accident that have got nothing to do with YouTube. And of course, I don't need to tell you this anyway, because you're all smart switched on people because you're listening to this podcast. Uh, but just pay extra attention to that. You don't want to waste time. So you probably don't want to do searches for just channel manager on its own without YouTube next to it. The pros for this are that there's going to be lots and lots of jobs here. The cons are, as I say, they're going to be less specific. They're probably going to be more national rather than international or multinational, more likely to be office-based than remote because these are kind of traditional job boards, but they're definitely worth looking at as a starting point. Tip number two is going to be your network. If you've already been working in YouTube before, if you've already spoken a lot about the work that you've done on YouTube or with YouTubers, you're going to have a reputation in your network, no matter how big or small it is, that you are the YouTube person. You know, if my cousin was asked by someone who is a YouTube expert, she would absolutely point to me because on my Facebook, on my Twitter, when we see each other, I'm always talking about YouTube and the work that I do. And this is going to be the same for your network, friends, ex-colleagues, current colleagues, family members, acquaintances, old clients. These are places that are going to be huge for you to find new work. 
And if you've been putting that work in enough to make sure your reputation is known in the industry, whether you've been on podcasts, whether you have been speaking at events, you'll start to get inbound requests and inbound inquiries for people that need help. I get inbound inquiries now on a weekly basis because people know that I am in this area, working in this area, especially in the UK where there seem to be less quote unquote experts than there are in places like the United States. Another important thing to think about your network is cold outreach. So think about the people you've either worked with in the past, met at parties, events, conferences. Why not send them a message? Be proactive. Don't wait for an opportunity to come up. Write to them. Talk about your experience. Talk about the services that you offer, the skills that you have, and try to get them on the phone or on a Zoom call, maybe even for a coffee, depending where you are in the world, if you're locked down or not, and almost pitch to them proactively without them even knowing that they need the help. That means that even if they're not ready to be hiring someone now, as soon as an opportunity does come up in their team or in their company, they may go to you before they even post a job publicly. So that's really, really important. Final point on harnessing your network is something that I touched on very briefly a short while ago, and that is going back to your old prospects, maybe leads that didn't happen at the time for various reasons, whether that's for coronavirus or budget reasons, or they just weren't ready yet. Go back and check on those people, see if they still need help or now need help. And also go back to your existing clients or previous clients and ask them if they were happy with the work that you did. Would they know anyone in the market that was looking for their services? Even if not now, please to bear you in mind for future work. If you do a good job, this is going to happen naturally anyway. Why it's just as important to be looking after your current clients as it is to be finding new clients. And I will absolutely be doing an episode in the future on how to be offering and providing the best possible service to YouTube clients. Place number three is LinkedIn. And I know a lot of people right now are probably rolling their eyes and going, oh, not LinkedIn, but it's an incredibly powerful resource. I'm not going to get too in detail. Let's make it obvious that it needs to be optimized for keywords around YouTube. This is your profile I'm talking about. I'm not going to teach you how to optimize your profile. I'll leave that to other experts like my good friend, Louise Brogan. Check her out over at socialbee.ni. She is the guru when it comes to optimizing your LinkedIn profile and coming up with a LinkedIn strategy. And the changes that she has advised me to make have gotten me so many more inbound leads from LinkedIn. It's pretty incredible. LinkedIn is fantastic because it combines the best of both points one and two. Not only is it an incredible marketing tool where you can market yourself, but also see that where people are posting, looking for help, but also it has a traditional job board and traditional job search and alert system where you can find all of those mainstream jobs that companies, brands are posting about. It works exactly the same as the traditional job boards. Try and do broadest searches as possible just with the word YouTube, see what comes back and then go from there. I see LinkedIn as an increasingly important weapon in my arsenal, at least, of growing my business. And this year, I am going to be implementing a much stronger content strategy across LinkedIn to try and get my reputation uh, better known, 
my network to grow. So not only am I seeing more inbound opportunities, but also my reputation is growing. And also as my network grows, I can see where more and more people are looking for experts and service companies to fill a need that they have in their company. Number four are YouTube specific groups and communities. Now I've already done a full episode on where you can find the best groups and communities to surround yourself with people. So I won't go into too much detail here and you can find that at prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode five, or it's the fifth episode in this podcast feed. So once you're in one of these groups, whatever group it may be, whether it's a Facebook group, a LinkedIn group, a local meetup group, you're much more likely here to find people posting for work. These are less likely to be the big brands and the big companies and much more likely to be small independent YouTubers or small independent networks. They might be looking for not only YouTube channel managers, but editors, videographers, people that do thumbnails, people that do email marketing, stuff like that. And the great thing is here, there's going to be a lot less competition, especially If you are highly qualified and highly experienced, it's a great place to find work that you don't have to compete with everyone on the mainstream sites like Monster or even LinkedIn. The downside to this, however, is there are going to be people out there with less experience who are probably more likely to compete on price. They're going to be just starting out. They might not have the experience that you have. They might not have the skills that you have. But because of that, they may be willing to do the work at a lot lower price. And that's something that you need to be careful with. On the flip side of that, if you are just getting started, this can be a great place to find really entry level stuff. It's going to be a lot lower paid, but people are more likely to take a chance on you if you're a beginner, if you've come from one of these communities. One, because you've proven yourself to be passionate about YouTube because you're in one of these communities in the first place. And if you are in these communities, you should be active to show your skills and expertise and that you're helpful. And secondly, a lot of these people looking for help here are going to be a lot more price sensitive and looking to pay a lot less. So that's groups and communities. Number five is a bit cheeky, but it is the pro channel manager community. I say this because not only do we have some amazing media companies in there, some of the biggest media companies in the world. But we also have some very high level YouTubers that are already hiring teams and stuff like that. We also get people from these companies and YouTube teams posting their jobs internally first. So you hear about those first. And also moderators like me and some of my other fellow pros, what they're doing is they're seeing YouTube opportunities in other places, places like other communities like Facebook. And what we're doing is bringing those opportunities and posting them inside the group curated just for you. So it actually saves you from searching for jobs because we are posting those directly in our higher level private community. On the flip side as well, if you're looking for people, the pro channel manager community is an amazing place to find talent whether that is someone at the beginning stages, if you're looking for a junior, or if you're looking for someone much more experienced, the Pro Channel Manager is an amazing place for you to find talent and to find work as a channel manager. Remember, you can get a discount on a monthly or annual plan 
by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash community and using the promo code podcast at checkout and you will get an incredible discount. Now, quickly before I go, there's absolutely no point in applying for these jobs. You found the jobs, but if your CV, if your application is not all singing, all dancing and optimized, you're not going to get anyway. You're not going to get very far in the application process. Now, I'm not going to talk about the basics of writing a CV or a job application. You can check out the YouTube channel of my very good friend, Cass Thompson. I'll link to that in the show notes, who teaches exactly this, how to optimize your CV, how to write great cover letters and how to appear as a great candidate. So I'm going to be a little bit more specific with my advice. And I've got four bonus tips here for you. Number one is to front load your CV in your application with YouTube achievements. What channels have you grown? What did you do specifically to achieve it? What are the standout videos that you've published that you could link to? As someone who hires channel managers, I'm much more impressed with what you've done on YouTube than what you did at college or university or at high school. This is so much more important than paper qualifications is what have you done? What is your body of work as a channel manager? Even if it's for your own channel, it's really important. Number two, closely related, have you built your own YouTube channel? Have you built something for yourself? Even if it's just a tiny channel, even if you know, you're know you not getting great viewership or growth, if it shows that you're passionate about the platform and if it shows that you're willing to work in your own time, that's really important because there are people that say they want to do stuff and there are people that just get up and do. And again, as someone who hires channel managers, I'm really impressed by the people that get up and do it rather than just say they want to do it. Point number three is to make sure you include your technical skills. Even if it's not in the job description or asked of you, experience of things like the Adobe Creative Cloud, whether that's Adobe Premiere, Photoshop, After Effects, things like uh, YouTube Analytics, and even stuff like the Microsoft Office suite of tools. These are really important because even though it might not be your day-to-day job to be an editor, if they know they've got someone who is multi-skilled and if in a pinch, they can do a quick edit, this is really important because people are always looking for multi-skilled workers for their team because it means there are less bottlenecks, less problems, and you're just showing more worth and more skill. My final bonus tip and final tip of the day today is to include a cover letter that just screams passion. Make sure you do your research on the company that you're applying to work with. And in your cover letter, make sure you reference things that you found out. Talk about how you loved Video X. Talk about how you love their editing style. Talk about something they're doing really well. You really also need to just show your love and passion for the platform. Why do you love YouTube? Why do you really want to work for their company? Why do you care more than anyone else. What you certainly don't want is for your cover letter to look like a copy and paste job that you've either taken from the internet or that you just stick on the front of any application for any company. It must be custom and it must make your passion shine through. Well, I hope all of these tips you found useful. And remember, you can find them all in a really handy guide over at prochannelmanager.com forward slash episode 13. That's the word episode number 13, no spaces. 
no hyphens. If you found it useful, please do give it a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or a star in Overcast or whichever podcast app you use. It really does make a difference and helps other people to discover the podcast. And it just makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Of course, I cannot go without saying a huge, huge thank you to our sponsors, VidIQ. And remember, you can get a free 30-day trial of one of their awesome paid plans by visiting prochannelmanager.com forward slash VidIQ. And until next time, happy job hunting. Laters. Thanks for listening to the Pro Channel Manager Podcast. Happy uploading. And remember, next time you go to publish a video, ask yourself, what would Tom think?